This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. He's cold, and I wonder if he's been out for a run. Let's ask him. Good morning, Professor Dion Foster. Have you been out on the road? I went. Whoops, there we go. I went out yesterday, Brad, uh-huh. and uh, I went out yesterday, but uh, I'll, I'll go out a little bit later today. So. Yeah. It was too cold this morning. <laughs> You're brave. I, I can't help but think, you know, of uh, we, we say, oh, it's so cold and freezing cold. Everything is so cold. And then you see, first of all, on the one side, you see people in the uh, in our long Durban road here that uh, sort of runs past our studios. Every bus shelter has somebody in it, you know, wrapped with something. Uh, I even yeah. saw somebody there with, you know, as much plastic and cardboard as you can muster covering you and uh, and I think, you know, we're like in our beds complaining about the cold. We we we, ha- we cannot forget those less fortunate. Yeah, absolutely. Brad, I, I've been reading a couple of things as, as one is known to do. And um, one of the books I, I've, I've been reading in the last little while again, I actually read it about two years ago for a course, mm. but just picked it up again um, in the last week. There's a book by a, a German sociologist named Hartmut Rosa. And um, the book is, is called Resonance. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the exact subtitle. I think it's it's called The Sociology of Life. But he, he makes a very interesting point um, in that book. He says, one of the challenges that we face in contemporary society is that we are living with what he calls, a, excuse me, a form of social acceleration. Mm. Now, by this he means that, you know, we've, we've bought into this notion that um, the, the sort of capitalist, worldview is is the right one to live by. And one of the consequences of that, of course, is, uh, you know, for capitalism to work, we need people to make things so that people can buy things. And uh, the more things people buy, the more money people have to Mm. buy things that other people have to make. And so it's this sort of vicious cycle of, of production that not only is dangerous for the planet, he says that's probably the first major crisis that we face is that we actually can't sustain the levels of consumption that people are living with. But he says the second thing is that um, it also weakens our democracy. And I'll say a word about that. And then the third thing he claims is that this social acceleration um, also leads to a psychological crisis. You know, people think that they'll be happier if they have the nicest cell phone. And then they manage to get that cell phone, but they realize to get it, they sacrifice you know, time with family or they worked harder or they went into debt. And so they end up with guilt and remorse rather than in peace and happiness. Hmm. Now, that middle one is the one that I, I want to focus on just, just for a moment. Um, Brad, I'm sure you and every one of our listeners has been, has been deeply disturbed. I, I feel a little bit like, like as a nation we've been punched in the gut yeah, yeah. by what happened this week. Um, you know, the, the, the protest that started and then very quickly moved to, to forms of, of lawlessness. And then I think at a stage there was some desperation and then eventually just criminality and, and just, you know, blatant disregard for, for you know, what, what is, is good and right in society. The shops were looted and, you know, buildings were burnt. I mean, it, it, it is very, very deeply disturbing. And a friend and I were talking about this and um, we were saying, you know, that is one of the problems, unfortunately, in a society that that places its values in the wrong place. When we value things more than people, 
what tends to happen is that people themselves begin to value things more than other people. Mm. And uh, they forget, you know, that, that God has created us uh, with, with, you know, to bear God's image and to recognize God's image in one another. And when we live in these kinds of ways, we're actually not only harming ourselves and our neighbors, but we're also breaking God's heart. So I was reading Psalm 88. Now, Brad, this is going to get depressing for a moment because I don't know if you've ever read Psalm 88, and I'd encourage our our listeners to to go and do that if you get a chance. Mm. It's a a very, very honest psalm. Um, Psalm 88 is is the one psalm in in the, the, the corpus of the psalms that is left unresolved. Uh, verse 18 of the psalm, you know, ends on a sort of a low note. It, it's not like the regular psalms where there's often this pattern of, you know, Lord, things are, are going tough, and I know that you are with me, mm. and I'm struggling, and I'm grateful that, that you'll bring me through. Psalm 88 ends with, with the psalmist saying, Lord, I, I'm in trouble, and I'm crying out for help. And it struck me again, you know, it is mm. important, I think, Brad, sometimes for us to stay in that emotion for a while. It is important to lament. Lament is an important part of life. We, we have to be able to, to give voice to our fears. We have to be able to, to speak out our disappointment. We, we have to be able to, to tell God what we are going through. And, and we need to be able to do that in a way which is honest, to say, Lord, I, I, I'm crying out for help in the morning, as verse 13 says of Psalm 88, and, and I'm looking to you, and, and this is how I feel. This is the rawness of my emotion. This is the, the unresolvedness of, of what I'm facing. But, of course, the other thing that we need to keep in mind is that Psalm 88 is just one of 139 psalms. Uh-huh. And uh, we need to remember always that, you know, and that's the whole The whole reason for the Psalms is they speak of God's faithfulness. So I I just want to share, you know, Brad, in conclusion, just one or two things with with our listeners today that I hope will be an encouragement in these times. Um, The first thing that I want to confess, that I want to declare, that I want to encourage you to hold on to is to remember that the kingdom of God is not in trouble. The kingdom of God has never been in trouble and it never will be. And even though in South Africa we are facing some challenges, we, we are not lost. Um, God is still with us. God still looks upon us with love. God's power hasn't been diminished. And we need to hold on to this as Christians in this land to say the kingdom of God breaks through regardless of what the evil one does. So that, that's a fact. We need to hold on to that. But there are also a couple of things that we learn from the scriptures. First of all, it's, it's not desirable that one gives more attention to bad news than, than to the good news of Christ. So, so if you find yourself spiraling into that, let go of it. Secondly, um, it's, it's seldom a good thing to be more upset by, you know, the, the bad behavior of, of a number of thieves and problematic persons than it is to say, what can I do to make the world a better place? You, you can choose where you put your attention and your energy, and you can choose what you're forwarding on social media. You can choose where you get involved. As for me, I want to say, Lord, your kingdom is still here and you're still calling me to do exactly the same thing that you called me to do last week, which is to show love, to proclaim truth, to speak hope, to care for those who are in need. And then the last thing I want to say is, friends, it's, it's wonderful that so many of us are praying and please let's continue to pray. Uh, I'm fasting today, as you know, every Thursday I do that and I'm praying for our country. I want to invite you to join me in doing that. 
But remember not only to pray in crisis times. Uh, remember to pray at all times, mm. thanking the Lord, declaring God's goodness, and expecting God to act for us. Thanks, Brad. That, that's all I wanted to add today. And, and this is the part where faith needs to rise because there's a waiting period. And that's the difficult part for us because we, we need what's happening in our country as an example of what you're talking about. We want that to end. If you look at the numbers, uh, they're just so scary. 45,000 businesses out of commission and 16 billion rand in stock has been stolen. Um, and those are official reports. When you read that and you, you say, we're praying, but then we look at the news, more looting, more, more. And we, we, there's, that, there's that space where faith needs to rise, Leon, where there's a situation that's, that we, we're praying against or to stop or God's intervention or we're trying to, to instill hope in the moment. And there's the waiting. And that is, a, that, that is a huge test of our faith, that space in between, that dark space. Yeah, and Brad, you know, you, you're absolutely right. And, and part of what we have to do is we have to, we have to ask the Lord, Lord, please guard my thoughts, guard my speech, because we can feed into this. You know, we, we can create uh, the storm in which we live. You know, we, I, I see it. I, I've just been watching, you know, friends, what they're posting. Uh, I, I listened to someone speaking to a ch- their child yesterday uh, when, when I had to go and collect my, my glasses. They were speaking to their child, explaining what was going on. And there are different ways of speaking about these things. The one can be doom and gloom, hopelessness. It's never going to change. And the other one can be to say, listen, God, God is not without power. God's not surprised. God hasn't been as, as shocked by this as, as we are. God knew what was going on. And let's partner with God in, in, in the work of goodness. Let's protect what we have. Let's, let's speak life over our country. Amen. Let's encourage one another to do the right things. If we see that evil is coming, let's stand against it in the name of Christ. Thanks so much for your immense contribution this morning. It's Professor Dion Foster, Head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, also the Director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. Thanks for your time. Have a beautiful day. Stay warm and safe. Thanks, my friend. Blessings to you. Bye then. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.